Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Uh, you guys thinking the Discord's haunted? What are you? Freaking ghost hunters on Travel Channel? I'm a little shaken. Oh, this ghost like came by me. I'm scared. I'm some pissed off fan that's trying to figure out who we are. <laughs> One time. I found their way. 6.66 in the morning, I went on to Discord. There was a ghost on there. <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you're going to say. Like, 6.66 isn't a time that can possibly happen. But think of it as 7.06. 7.06. Yep. Oh, yeah. So you you knew. You knew I know. I, I've seen that same Discord ghost. The 7.06. He told me. Discord ghost. I went on to a mathematics Discord, and it was filled with Pepe memes for some reason, right. and I decided to leave. I can't tell if you're just making this up. Right <laughs> no, that was real. Okay. I, I found a mathematics Discord, <laughs> and I went on, and it was filled with Pepe so what, memes. Is it like people that like, like math that just talk with each other, or is it people talking about math? Like <laughs> It was like a bunch of math stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm Pepe. down to talk math, and then, like, you know, it's just Pepe memes, half of it. Like, half of it was Pepe memes, So uh, or like... this. This host of the podcast is a nerd with two degrees, including a mathematics degree, just for the audience. And that's uh, why I jerk off to math, here. math journals. I take those published math like, journals and like I just context. take them into the bathroom and I learn all the proofs and I won't leave. And it's it's gross in there afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I could prove that you're a virgin. Uh. <laughs> Got it. Virgin hunters. <laughs> I think, uh, let's see if Jimmy's lying about being a virgin. Let's. We're looking at the claim. I've called the Virgin Busters to find out. I don't know today if on Virgin. I'm a virgin <laughs> because I was proving the existence of my dick to your mother the last night. So, jokes on you. My mother's Mormon. Well, the joke is Joke's that on you, not anymore. The joke is that he whipped it out, and it was really hard to prove it. She's like, "Man, really? There's a dick there." She's a dick there, and I was like, wow. "I swear it's hard there." Trust me, I'm we not have to a prove eunuch. This. All right, let me I get on it. it. I have to prove it. <laughs> I can prove my dick exists, ma'am. <laughs> God, you're so smooth. I have a mathematics degree. I can prove it. <laughs> Uh, that's that's how you get a PhD in mathematics. You know, that's like the secret test they don't tell you about. Once you do your dissertation, you do the dissertation. Yeah, you have to you have to take analysis also, and algebra before they tell you that. Right, but you also have to prove your dick exists. You know, after yes. the dissertation, they're like, and okay. you can't do proof. You can't do proof by example. You just can't pull someone else's penis out and be like, "There, dicks exist." They're like, no, I mean, no, no. He's a man. Prove he has a penis. Your therefore, dick by just like the last question on the final, just one like teacher up at the front of the room, just rubbing his hands together. Ooh, I, I yes. feel like you just have to bone the math teacher. This is what this sounds like. Like, if whoa, you bone... whoa, whoa, dude, that's inappropriate. Whoa, that's what is bribery. Wrong with you? Oh my that goodness, is that's inappropriate. My mother's sexual decency has been brought into question <laughs> in this podcast. You're talking about my decency. <laughs> You're talking hey, about the faculty banging the students for four you know, grades. To I have that, you that now asked my mother if that uh, if uh, you know. Fancy octopus proved himself on her. He proved all over her. He proved himself all over her, yeah. (laughs) It proves Uh, all over. Well, something that I don't need to prove is the existence of this podcast, Barry Jim's. (laughs) (laughs) That might be our best intro ever. (laughs) 
Way, way more. <laughs> you guys, we need to, we just we need to stop here. <laughs> that was too good. We got to end. Wait, we're just Bye. doing we're just doing intros for this podcast now. Like we don't get into the meat of the podcast. We're a intro only podcast. And, and there's podcasts like that. They don't have <laughs> intros, and it just kind of like it just goes five minute <laughs> podcast. So like, all right, let's get into it. Just cuts off. No, it's like they like don't actually introduce the fact that they're on a podcast. So it just kind of feels like you're waiting the like full hour and a half. Like, are they going to mention the fact that they're? Are they going to uh, say the name of the thing they're doing? And they're just like, but no, yeah, I went to the grocery store and like. Yeah, so what were you doing today? And I'm like, just say the name. Just say the goddamn name. Anyway, we're here to talk Why about Fear the Robot. Why did you listen to it for a full hour if that's what was happening? I wanted them to say the goddamn <laughs> so name. So it sounds to me like if you were just like wandering like a coffee shop conversation you're listening in on. Who wants Literally. that as a podcast? <laughs> I mean, I do listen to a lot of coffee shop conversations in my spare time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. I can never tell I'm if you're being serious or not. I'm I mean, developing, I, I guess other people I'm have the same problem with me, but <laughs> I'm developing so, an app for wait, the university what? that automatically records people's conversations so that I can just eavesdrop on coffee shop conversations. How is yours the opposite? Like every time you talk, someone. No, I'm saying I have the same problem to where people can't see, tell if I'm being serious or not because I could easily be dead serious that okay. something that happened. Well, so I was being serious about the app. <laughs> only half serious about the coffee conversations. I do eavesdrop on them, but I don't do it for a, a hobby. It's just for fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, good distinction. Just for leisure. Just I, don't, I don't go out of my way to eavesdrop on coffee goers, but, you know, when I'm there, you know, I might as well listen in. It's not creepy. So we're on, just, so we're just on Barry Jim's, and we're, and we're talking about... You want about... me to prove that my penis exists? <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting for somebody to mention penis in conversation so he can no, drop man. it. Like, I, oh, I, I, I could show you. Math. I could show or you the proof. Or, well, or even it. mathematics, yeah. As soon as they say anything math-related, even the word number, I'm like, oh, you hey, know, you talked about you, mathematics? Did you know the power of mathematics can prove the existence of this dick and these balls? <laughs> Oh wow, you're studying trigonometry. Oh yeah, I took that last semester. Uh, oh, you trig on you like me to nuts? show that you my penis is these nuts. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about Sierra the robot <laughs> with our two experts. Let's see the trajectory of my shaft. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do this for the rest how much of the podcast. Let's momentum. just make dick jokes how much for an hour. <laughs> angular momentum. Do I need to get up in there? Hey, that's <laughs> physics. <laughs> That is not allowed. <laughs> Physics is no good. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, the that's, that's, that's the, the virgin that's question. The problem you have. That's that how is they know the you're line. A virgin, is if you no can fucking answer that. Physics. <laughs> this is math. Get the only. virgin hunters in here. What is the uh, angular momentum you need to fuck a woman? Oh, he doesn't know, does he? Okay, that's pretty. Uh, it's cosine of phi. Thank you very yeah. much. This kid's cool. He's not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh three quarters of pi. <laughs> the correct answer to the question was, what the fuck do you want me to prove? <laughs> yeah, they try to actually answer. It's like, yep, you're a virgin. <laughs> Unstoppable force of my well, let penis. Me, let me get out this whiteboard here. <laughs> virgin. Virgin. Another virgin hunter success story. 
Next episode of Virgin Hunters, we have this kid over here, Nate, who calls himself an octopus. So you might be wondering why they're talking about Virgin Hunters so much. It is because that is actually the corporation. (laughs) In the last week since you last heard from us, uh, Hyena and Seth created Virgin Hunters Incorporated, and they've just been going around and been beating the shit out of young boys. What? They've just been going around, and you guys hide it from the news media, but I've seen the YouTube videos where you just find a young young little boy on USC campus. They're definitely a virgin. And so you're going around USC campus just going, little boys, little boys, and then hitting them with sticks as you say you're a virgin. Typically, I'm like, hey, free tours. But <laughs> you know, if we lure them in with the tours, yeah, you're a tour master. But then but then you do the little boy stick is what I've, is what I've seen on YouTube from a very trustworthy it's an YouTuber. unconsensual tour. Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys think that it's to help us like pair them up with a chick so that they can lose their virginity. But, I mean, guess again. That's how you hunt guess them. Again. Oh, that's a good thing. Virgins only. And then they like come in. And you... You've been beating yourself your whole life. Now it's time for somebody else to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> God <laughs> Can I take that, my fucking name out of this podcast? I don't want any association with what's I'm going on right now. <laughs> this joke went too far. Hey, okay. what? come on. Look. Well, let's are, let's are step over the line. <laughs> and so we got our two our two experts on Sierra the Robot. You guys are now in-house experts on Sierra the Robot, and you will be for I mean, end of time. Enough. I know more about Sierra the Robot than like 99% of the world. So. Yes, that is, that is actually Suck true. <laughs> I think this only has um this oh they don't show hits on on fiction press. So yeah, we got Seth and Hyena. And so where we left off, uh Sierra's dad uh was ostensibly killed to our knowledge by a government hit he's squad not dead. because calling it now. Calling it now. He's not. <laughs> You're calling it now. He's the villain at the end. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. So so what happened last chapter? Sierra got a robot. She ate some food. She uh, ran a lot, and then she had to escape from home because a government hit squad was out to kill her. And now she's on the run in a small town on First a moon next to a gas giant. Right? That's completely what happened. But when you explain it like that, I just realized like how quickly that escalated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's eat a bunch of mills. You know, get your new body, and they're gonna kill you. Get out, go. You're an orphan. Get out. Now. Uh, There's no time. You're an orphan now. <laughs> but so we're back to see what happened on that edgy cliffhanger. And uh you guys ready to to see what happened next? Absolutely. Chapter three. It wasn't long before I arrived at Vulcan House. It was a well-kept looking place, as well as the inside. It was clearly maintained by biodroids, not unlike myself. I honestly didn't care that that was the case. Many people use biodroids for menial tasks like maintenance and cleaning, though it did make me feel afraid that if management learned that I would be re- that management learned that I would be reprogrammed and made into a mindless servant at best. Regardless, I tried to display a positive attitude. Besides, so long as I don't give away any signs that I'm not a human, such as making sure no one sees m- me bleed or taking meals at expected times one on a, a regular basis and try to perform social interactions beyond <laughs> this fucking paragraph. It's so crazy. I just realized saying it out loud. Is that making sense to people? No, because if she bleeds, <laughs> she's human, right? Like, well, so it's okay. I'll just bio droid. I earnestly didn't care oh, that so was the case. Bleed? Many people use bio droids for menial tasks like maintenance and cleaning. So people use bio droids who don't have AI as robots for slaves. Right. That's legal. 
Okay. Though it did make me feel afraid that if management learned that I would be reprogrammed and made into a mindless servant at best. So if they found out she was a biodroid, they would re- they would erase her consciousness and turn her or into a torture her. I guess is the other implication. Like Jesus, this something. Yeah. I, I don't know what anything worse like, than being erased. Just yeah, get her erased. Yeah. Regardless, I tried to display a positive attitude. Besides. I think that's just an extra word. So long as I don't give away any signs that I'm not human, such as making sure no one else sees me bleed or taking meals at expected times, one on a regular basis, and try to perform social interactions beyond the rudimentary basics, I should be able to blend in seamlessly. Okay, so so she doesn't want to bleed because her blood would be different. Yeah, it doesn't look like human blood. Okay, I'm tracking. Okay. At any rate, I met up with head of Vulcan House. She was an older woman. Her hair was blue and her eyes were... Blonde colored? I shook hands with her as we sat down. I'm Henrietta Vulcan. So what <laughs> brings you to my doorstep? Oh my god, does she work at a cigar factory? <laughs> mama. <laughs> mama. Why, do the, why did the squirrels talk to me, mama? She asked. <laughs> it's complicated. Suffice it to say is that my father may be dead. I don't know anything about his family, so as it stands, I have no way to get a job or get a home, and and I don't know where to go. I said, feeling distressed at remembering the incident that orphaned me. Well, is there any contact information you could give me, sweetie? Henrietta asked. No, I'm afraid that I didn't get out much before my father's mishap. I'm sorry, but I'd rather not speak further on the matter. I said. Well, don't worry yourself. Here at Vulcan House, we do our best to give education and valuable life skills to runaways who can't take care of themselves or aren't old enough to do so. Trust me, kiddo. Soon enough, you're gonna to be starting school, make a whole bunch of new friends, and forget about your shitty dad. Who knows what'll happen to you? <laughs> She's making orphanages sound fucking dope as yeah, hell. Yeah, orphanages do not work out that well. I mean, if she is, that's amazing. This is a cool-ass orphanage. It's a, it's a future orphanage. It, we make cigars here. Orphanages are so good in the future, we started killing parents, you know, on purpose, just so that we could make more orphans in the world to go to these orphanages. In the last episode, they would have sent all the orphans to Anguish Village, but in this episode anguish village is fucking dope as hell that's a, that's a that's a joke for the the podcast listeners who uh listen to multiple episodes uh you have to subscribe to our patreon to get it it's i don't know search search fancy octopus on patreon maybe i'm there i don't know yet <laughs> <laughs> oh what Pat- <laughs> she struck me as someone who really believed in what she was doing well i don't actually have any real experience with people I have studied human psychology, as well as body language when I was just a disembodied AI. So at the very least, I understand what someone is displaying without them even realizing it. Eventually, she showed me to my new room. There was a bed, a desk, and a dresser. They were fairly basic in design, plain and white. I took out the things that Dr. Samuel had packed for me. I put away my spare clothes and set up my electronic devices on the desk. In turn, I found a letter from him. His hand rather... His handwriting is rather hard to read, but the general message was that Dr. Samuel was sorry that he and I had to be parted. I was then overcome by a strange feeling that I hadn't felt before. My stomach felt lousy, and for reasons I could not explain to myself, I leapt onto my bed and began to sob. This was most likely a delayed reaction to my father's death. 
grief, sadness, depression. This is my first real experience with emotions. While I've been online for 13 years, I've never truly experienced emotions. I felt emotions before now, but nothing like this. Nothing this intense. At best, there were mild sensations in my bio-droid brain. But now... Daddy. I sobbed to myself in my pillow. It was a while before a bio-droid came to check up on me. I was still in shock over my creator's apparent death. Excuse me, subject. Sierra Samuel. Director Henrietta Vulcan calls for dinner. She asks that all residents of Vulcan House attend. The biomechanical android said, I dried my eyes and followed the biodroid to the dining room. It looked like a fairly modest meal. Soups, mainly. At any rate, I sat down on a chair with my name on a piece of paper taped to it. It wasn't long before everyone else in the house arrived, or at least everyone I thought was a resident. As I explained, I spent, I, I've so far spent most of my time crying, so I wouldn't know even if I wanted to know, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we actually ate, Henrietta did something I found fascinating. She prayed for thanks for the food to God. I had long been fascinated by the concept of religion, but for some reason, Dr. Samuel programmed blocks that prevented me from researching the subject, (laughs) and I never thought to ask him after my 13th birthday. At any rate, after Henrietta said grace, we had our soup. To be honest, it was a kind of bland. At least to me, it wasn't. In fact, I... rabid internet atheist, you know. (laughs) He's the amazing atheist. daughter of mine, I'll program her to never... Yeah. <laughs> I'll never make sure she never picks up the guy. She won't even know the name God. Maybe that's what happened to his older projects. Maybe they like they worship God. They, they're like God's a real, God's not alive, God, and like that's what how the revolution started. If, when and they he, discovered God, the robots discovered. Well, that no, it's all no going God. fine until the robots discovered. No, that well, there is no God. <laughs> oh, they, not the other. And then they well, realize no. why they're here, and it's like, oh, we're here to be slaves to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think it was expired can soup because, well, to put it delicately, there's only one bathroom in Vulcan House, and there was a bit of a line. The following day, I spoke to Henrietta about the matter. I know, dear, believe me. I had the exact same soup you all had. I get better quality soups and food, but Vulcan House has a budget. And to be honest, I'm not really good at accounting. Henrietta said. (laughs) I see. Well, I'm actually pretty good at mathematics. I oh, can help. Sierra, Sierra, I can stop you right there. I can prove the existence of my dick using the power of mathematics if, you, if you'd oh, like to hear. Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> People think that PhD that was... stands for postdoctorate. No. <laughs> post It's for dick post proof? dick. Post dick proof? <laughs> post dick proof. <laughs> PhDP. <laughs> Wait. The H is silent in that? Post <laughs> yes. Thick proof, PhD. <laughs> it's to throw the G-D. scent off. <laughs> it's just a, uh. I could help you with any money problems you have right now, and I've actually cooked before. I said, Dr. S- Dr. Samuel had me practicing cooking for myself. You know, that's the most crazy offer I've ever received. But unlike every other kid that comes through Vulcan House, you seem like you can do what you claim to say. They've talked t- twice. What? Yeah, They've what? talked twice. She's just Look, been crying on a 
bed for like four. You hours. really know how to recall, you know, roll me some good cigars, sweetie. So I'm gonna trust <laughs> you this one time. <laughs> I saw that you sobbed for eight hours yesterday, and now you're telling me you're good at math and accounting. Well, I bet you are. You seem, you like, say, you seem like the type. You seem like the type that says what they can do. Uh, so you're saying you cry a lot. You're really good at cooking, and you have to take care of, you know, the home management. Henrietta said. Thank you for the opportunity. Now there's something else I wish to ask you about. I said. Really? And what would that be? Henrietta asked. Are you religious? I asked. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock, I was praying to God. I mean, well, yes, why, aren't you? Henrietta asked. No, for whatever reason, my father didn't seem to want me to know about it in any meaningful way. I said. Oh, so you want to know more about what I believe in? Henrietta said. Yes, Miss Vulcan. I said. Uh, it's Mrs. Vulcan, actually. That's a whole other story, and... Well, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> For now, if you want to get to know God, I'm your gal. Henrietta said happily as we both shook hands. I'm I had the feeling. really <laughs> hoping Henrietta is, this... like, Islamic. It'd be such an awesome turn to this. <laughs> this is... The weirdest conversation. Anything this girl ever. just had her dad die. She's been crying for four hours. And the orphan manager, they shake hands, like, be like, oh, teach me about God. We'll do. Let's shake on it. Little girl <laughs> that just, mom just died. Or <laughs> dad just died. I had the feeling this is going to be the beginning of a great friendship. Is this End of be chapter a, three. Yeah, is this going to be a plot point? God, God? like, that's a curveball I didn't expect in this story. So like food and Jesus, <laughs> food and Jesus be the two biggest. Sounds like the South. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how yeah, how you guys feeling? How how do you guys think? Do you think that resolved some of the problems? You, some of the qualms you had with the first two chapters. All I'm was, saying is, I want to see Jesus now. I would say if Jesus shows up is like, let me tell you about religion, my child. Uh, this will be a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, like, uh, there's, like, less problems in the other chapters because we didn't have, like, you know, instead of her crying three separate times, you know, like, eating three separate meals, it's like, no, just, you know, the one cry. That gets the point across. The one gets the point across. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, it's it's improving. And, you know, the whole God thing, curveball, that's, like, something I didn't expect. I want to know about God. God, I want to know. I, yeah, I'm very curious if that's going to be, like, a... a Big story component going forward. Okay, you guys ready for chapter four? Chapter four. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I'll know what you want from us. <laughs> the weeks the... at Vulcan House were quite enjoyable. It was tiring for me to serve both as an accountant as a chef, but it felt good to be of use. Do things to help others, primarily Henrietta Vulcan. Though there was a one thing that made my bioorganic hey, brain... Just real quick, uh, she was trying to, you know, not stand out and be suspicious, but she's being the cook and the accountant as a 13-year-old girl for a whole orphanage. Just saying. That seems a little <laughs> That suspicious. does scream robot brain. This tiny 13-year-old <laughs> girl is super good at math and can do the accounting for an entire orphanage. A really well-run orphanage, you know, that has a lot of orphans, so yeah. You heard it here first, people. If you're an accountant and cook in an orphanage, you don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Though there was one thing that made my bioorganic brain was racked with since my first days in Vulcan House. Namely, my studies into theology. Don't get me wrong. 
I find the subject fascinating, but the life of me, I can't make head of tales of what I'm studying. All of it just seems to contradict itself, and, well, it just seemed to make no sense no matter how hard I tried. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Arthur, what are you trying to say here, huh? <laughs> She's going to become the raging internet atheist. <laughs> That's the arc. That's the character arc. She'll be. Hey, guys, it's my YouTube channel called The Awesome Atheist, and I want to talk <laughs> about that anyone that believes in religion is not that logical we all love you awesome atheists you're fighting the good fight anyway that that wasn't me segueing that's in this text anyway (laughs) as my night studies progressed henrietta gave me a blanket as i read over a bible then maybe an hour or so later i fell asleep that was when i had a dream that would change my life forever I was in a beautiful verdant no, meadow. No, no, this <laughs> is gonna be why he believes God. I knew a guy in high school. This is why I asked him, like, why do you believe in God? And this was it. If that's where this is going, I was approached by oh, a man who looked to be in his early thirties. Yes. Oh, could it oh. be the big JC? <laughs> could it be? Or it could be Mohammed, or you know, uh, are we about to get a Jesus Christ cameo into this story? <laughs> This android future robot story. Hello, Sierra. I've been meaning to speak with you for some time now. The man said. Who are you? Where am I? Why am I here? How is it that I'm here? And when did I arrive here? I asked. We just met, and you're already asking the important question. <laughs> important questions of like just like the obvious ones where am <laughs> like, I, I'm imagining it like who are you where rag, am like, I where am I How did what this am happen? I oh. <laughs> just like shaking like oh, what? Oh, when? Oh. When? where Why? you're asking How? all the important questions what a wise little young lad you are knee high to a grasshopper humanity has evolved so much from my day <laughs> oh shit this isn't a human uh, I mean you have no soul and you're going to hell Sorry. We just met, and you're already asking the important questions. Well, I can't rush in with answers, but this is a dream. I wanted to talk with you privately about... Nowish, I'd say. <laughs> Good, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. He had some interesting choices. I'd like to talk privately now. Nowish. While we're in private. <laughs> Time... Kind of works funny in dreams. As for who I am and why you're here, well, I'm Jesus. Yes. Okay. You're yes. Not living. Yeah. No, it's literally that is I. It's it's I. He's Jesus. And I want to talk to you about things. I gotta say, this already. This is a pro transhumanist piece at this point because robots have souls. Um. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. He said at first, he said, at first I wasn't certain how to feel. I <laughs> I don't know how to feel. I believe women, I believe, I believe, I say that women shall still not be priests, but robo-women can be. That is what I declare. This is a loophole that your father was talking about. <laughs> he he gave you the Philosopher's Stone, which has soul, <laughs> I said. I love when authors do that. They say, like, in narrator says, oh, I feel weird. And then the, the character says in dialogue, 
By the way, I feel really weird. <laughs> Jimmy's dick was hard. My dick is hard, Jimmy said. <laughs> uh, can't say I blame you. To put it simply, your progress was going great. But your thinking is far too rigid in how to learn it. To put it simply, life in general is going to be... But I'm willing to help you along, however you need He said. But I'm not human. I'm a biodroid. I said. Oh, shit, you are moving on. Oh, sorry, that you are. That you are. But if you're willing... That'd be awesome if Jesus was like, oops, wrong oh, person. Oh, shit, wrong. Yeah, it's like, it's what's to happen? Like, oh, shit, what, you're not human? Uh, yeah, I decreed that robots do Jesus have souls. Up. This wasn't an accident. <laughs> no, I came back to a biodroid. I only uh, do this once every 3,000 years, so this is really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I, I chose you as the new Jesus, actually. Um, oops. <laughs> I was going to make you my reincarnation, but, uh... It's uh, too... It's complicated, so it's too late, but I guess the new Jesus is a robot. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're willing to take that first step... To getting to know me and my father better? <laughs> then I'm not going to say no. Besides, there are things coming that you and the rest of mankind must be ready for. I'm not at liberty to explain when or what is going to happen. Revelations. Yeah, I was about to say, guys, <laughs> read Revelations. Shit's going to get crazy in here. Don't read the ending of the book, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is really fucked up, Jesus. I mean... You're going to kill a bunch of people? But what is this thing? And how is study my studying the Bible supposed to help things? I asked. That's for me and my father to know. For now, just try your best to try to be a good person. And let us worry about the finer points of creation. He said, I then awoke and found that I had slept all night in the chair. And from then on, I was doing better in understanding my studies, at least at understanding the parts that were that previously stumped me. I wasn't too long before I accepted Christ into my life, and I was baptized at a local chapel. I, I mean, I I fucking hope so. I mean, he, he, she talked to <laughs> she Jesus. She talked to Jesus. Most people don't get that luxury, you know? It's like, yeah, you're going to go to hell if you don't believe in me, but, you know, the special few, you know, get to, you know, just skip the whole faith part. <laughs> and you know something else? The hole that was in my heart that my father's presence left behind? Though it didn't Jesus. feel healed, it felt <laughs> oh, come better than on. before. Like, not even, like, actual Christians. It's not like their fucking dad dies and <laughs> they're just A-OK, like, in a month. Hey. It was hey. the happiest I had been. Hey, okay. you guys can take your cynical atheism out of my happy-go-lucky Christian <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> That's nothing to do. <laughs> hey, hey. It was the happiest I had been since I lost Dr. Samuel. It wasn't too long before I was enrolled in a, into a private school. It was exhilarating getting up that morning. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The private schools. I can't go to the dirty public schools these anymore. Public, to to the these future public schools won't let me pray to Jesus <laughs> and, and shout it out with my <laughs> 30 uh, decibel robo voice. It was exhilarating getting up that morning. A new chapter in my life was beginning, and I could live a reasonably normal life. Breakfast was delicious, and my clothes were clean. A private shuttle took me to the school. How does she have all this money? So she's clearly... So bougie. She's clearly like, uh, what do you call it? Cooking those books. She's the accountant for the orphanage. (laughs) She's stealing money from the orphanage. How is that being a better person? Jesus told you to be good. 
and she's siphoning money from she the orphanage so she can go to private she, school. She can help more people if she goes to Harvard than if she goes <laughs> to UMass. <laughs> That's obvious. It's called Space Harvard, you idiot. They're on the moon. My classes were wonderful, and I made a few new friends. At the end of the day, I found a flyer for a talent competition, but the last detail is a story for another time. The end of chapter four. Okay. All right. All right. So how do you guys feel about the robot finding Jesus? Well, I mean, this is throwing a lot of wrenches <laughs> into things because the her dad didn't want her to know about God for some reason. So that makes him even more suspicious. He's the bad guy. I agree with, with Fancy Gent here <laughs> that he's going to be the final <laughs> villain. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, so, uh, Seth, any... any just a weird turn. I mean, I'm always down for a Jesus Christ cameo. <laughs> that was pretty fucking awesome. I mean, we didn't even beat around the bush. Like, Jesus just showed up, which I'm totally down with. But I'm um, <laughs> the right one, my child, if like, you had any. Trying doubts. to do, like, actual criticism here. Like, it's like, I feel like they're trying to make a point, but then, like, instead of trying to do that in, like, a creative, like, artistic way, he's just, like, straight, like, nope, Jesus is here. Like, Dude, sometimes we ain't making... Uh, Faulkner, we're making Hallmark Family Time movie. <laughs> Plus, if this is like a young, young uh, adult Christian book, they're I don't think pretty they're direct about Jesus existing. They're not going to beat around the fucking bush. Jesus is real. Actually, do young adults oh, like no. Jesus or not? Oh, Jesus is <laughs> what cool? type of question is that? <laughs> do, do you think if Jesus Christian? is? Do you think? Well, do you think in the average young adult market, do you think a Jesus heavy book would sell well? Uh, but you have to remember, right? the evangelicals starve their kids of all culture because they don't want to expose them to things. Yeah, but that like aren't you know, there's like other Christians who aren't evangelicals, they, and they like read like. Oh you well, know. sure. But I'm just saying you have that market cornered though because they don't have as much of a selection. I mean, yeah, hell, especially in America, hell, people think Man of Steel is a masterpiece yeah. because they decided to cast Jesus, Superman as Jesus, even though it's the the lamest fucking metaphor ever made. <laughs> Dude, but he. Took a cross pose, man. <laughs> he took it's like deep. eight. It's not <laughs> one fucking. Oh, movie. even even he deeper, like even eight. deeper. Eight. I didn't even remember that. That took a lot. Deep. He did it like. See, I didn't even notice how many times they did it. It's subliminal. You yeah. know, that's expertly crafted. Well, let's see where this Jesus stuff goes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not? We could just. I mean, the thing just... I'm most curious about is why the original, clearly evil scientist. You know, did like expelled god from her programming are you implying that if you don't like you know teach your that child this christian writer is gonna cast the scientist as the evil person yeah i mean that seems pretty likely to me wow well let's find Christ- out in Maybe, chapter five you know, christians can be tolerant of atheists yeah do you have the oh, dog yeah. open I mean, proper definitely pen? hey i mean we were defending you know we were defending the god stuff earlier until it got weird <laughs> weird. But let's see how okay. Do you have the doc open? The huh? Yeah, uh, I do. Okay, cool. Chapter five. One day at the private school that Henrietta Vulcan had sent me to, one of my school friends, a girl of Asian descent named Jennifer, had dragged me to a digital announcement board. Okay, maybe I said that a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on. Okay, that was not the intent of the sentence. One of my school friends, a girl of Asian descent named Jennifer, had dragged me to a digital announcement board. Much better. <laughs> much, much better. 
Yeah, for once you fucked it up. This isn't on the author. This is that on- was on me. I thought he Jenny? put a comma, but he didn't. Uh, okay, Jenny. What's so important that you dragged me out of the girls' room? I asked as I adjusted my belt. Hey. Oh. What? Oh my god. <laughs> she was on the toilet? <laughs> Sierra, there's a telling competition coming up! Jennifer said. Yeah, I knew about this. I got a flyer for it after my first day here. You really couldn't have waited for me to finish in the bathroom for something I already know? I said in annoyance. Jennifer's a nice person, but she can be a little flighty and a bit slow on the uptake at times. Well, like, I think that you should totally sign up for it. Jennifer said in her strange, strange dialect. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know how that was I'll, I'll change that. that was I'll the change authors. it. I mean, I'll you're an ac- you're an accountant and a cook. That's some pretty amazing skills for a thirteen year old girl. That's no, worthy of a test. No, cut. the Asian girl has a strange dialect. Like there's an ellipsis too. It's strange dot 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 strange dialect. Okay, I'll change it. <laughs> gotcha. You, gotta, you are now allowed come, to come use up with a it on racist the fly. voice. <laughs> well, dialect. Yeah, I mean they're all speaking English. Or well, that's so it's us. an Asian one. I you know he, they want me to put on the racism on this. Okay, we'll tango. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have. She could just be like really white trash or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, or, make her super right, white she has trash. Strange dialect. She could also just have weird pauses or something. You know. Yeah, make her white trash. Like <laughs> I'm, no. I'm okay with yeah the a, the Asian descent woman with the white trash. <laughs> it's a future man. What? But I don't have any talents. Not anything that could pass for a talent competition, anyways. I said. <laughs> We're waiting in anticipation <laughs> for me to decide. Oh, come on, girl. You can totally win. You're, like, the best person I know. I'm a bitch. <laughs> okay, you went you went, the, you went the, like, the high school, like, cheerleader bitch route instead of the... Okay. Jennifer insisted. I, I can stand the by The strange that. dialect called high school cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so out of place, you know. <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. Jennifer insisted. That doesn't mean that I can win. I insisted. But what about serving on the chapel choir? You've got a beautiful singing voice, Jennifer said, and she was right about the chapel. I had joined the choir and took to singing, but I wasn't certain I could sing by myself in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people. Who thinks the talent show is going to have thousands of people? They're in a small town. <laughs> it, do we? Are we? Do we know? I mean, yeah, at the, the very beginning, they, they, the Vulcan house is in a small town on a moon that has no people on it. Uh, uh, but yeah, small like is subjective. Overpopulation? No. It'd be small as like a million people. Dude, the Asian descent girl isn't with a strange dialect is not wrong, though, because all she has to do is like use her android strength and lift something super heavy, and that could be her talent. But that would give her away, right? But it's a talent show, so it's not out of place for somebody to be... You gotta be... You know, not be too okay. extreme with it. I think you That's have the anime. I think you work. have the anime logic too strong on this one. Wow, this person just chopped her head off and could still talk. That's a great talent she has. Hey, whoa, I didn't say that. I said just like lift something heavy, be like I can bench press more than the the is average I for this can, age. I can bench press can twenty pounds. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Like it doesn't have to be much, just more than the average. I don't think that would win though, unless if it was like super fucking crazy. 
if a skinny 13-year-old girl bench pressed bench a press thousand like, uh-huh. pounds. Well, I but see, that's that too far. I'm saying do like a hundred. I'm just saying do like 150 pounds or something. 150? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's a lot. She would win. She'd win. She'd win, right? Like, she definitely she would like, You're like, there's. Me and Seth do reps of 150. And exactly. You're like, you're over so here, an adult you're... man that does exer- some level of exercise could may- potentially not even do that. Yeah, that's so. If the thirteen-year-old girl did it, she wins that talent show. If it, it maybe she gets caught for being an android, but you know, and like there's definitely a lot more men who Worth feel it. self-conscious about themselves. <laughs> They're all like, "Oh shit!" We're do- what? Honestly, Seth, if we went to a talent show, we could see like a thirteen-year-old girl outbench <laughs> us. I think we'd have to go to the gym every single day for like the next month. I'd just quit going to the gym altogether. <laughs> no reason I'd to never try. go back. Y'all, yeah. the opposite response is like, "We got to work harder than ever." You're like, "Nah, I'll just." I'd be so defeated. I'd, I'd like to believe it's my personality versus his. I'm just a go-getter. <laughs> yeah, don't be such a defeatist, Seth. Robot Jesus can, you know, show you. Robot Jesus is coming back. <laughs> if not thousands of people. I I'm still not sure about this. I said nervously. Come on, Sam. You're, like, so much more talented than anybody else at the school. Jennifer said. What was that Chewbacca <laughs> shit in there? It's a strange There's dialogue. So weird, yeah, the strange dialogue. <laughs> she just tosses it in Chewbacca noises. <laughs> she keep doing that. Keep doing it. Jennifer said, using that nonsensical nickname derived from my last name. Look. I'll even get you hooked up with this totally cool singing instructor I knew. <laughs> Jennifer offered. <laughs> Is this instructor any good? I asked. I don't know. <laughs> but I know she's going to totally going to help you sing. Jennifer said. I didn't really feel comfortable about Jennifer's claim, but as friends... <laughs> <laughs> but as a friend, as was Are going, you dying? <laughs> Jennifer, is there something wrong with you? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> this strange dialect, so strange, so strange. I just don't get this girl. Why? why she... But as a friend, as was going to at least humor her claim. So after school, we went over to her house. Jennifer's family is one of the richer families on this world, and by extension, she lived in a mansion. So we waited for the. All right, all right. Who's this student, and why wasn't I told I, who would I be teaching? A voice said from the mansion's foyer. That's her. Oh, girl, and get her. Jennifer said as she bolted <laughs> out of the foyer. <laughs> After several minutes of arguing about the bizarre secrecy <laughs> around the whole situation. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm on the ground. Uh, oh my god. Okay. okay. The two entered. All right, so who is this Sally? The woman said. And this is where things got strange. <laughs> the woman. <laughs> 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 the woman looked almost identical to me, except she had longer hair, and of course, she looked older than me. Her face that once displayed frustration now looked confused and distressed. Uh, Jennifer, could you leave us alone? I said, the Jennifer, 
she didn't say anything as she... I, I'm sorry, but this is going to sound crazy, but you look like my twin sister. The women said. <laughs> I see. What is your <laughs> name, if I might ask? I asked. It's Selena Royally. Selene said. That didn't really explain things for me, so I asked another question. What is your maiden name? Name I, would clear that up. I asked in the vain hope that she was married. It's Samuel. What's yours? Celine asked. Sierra. Sierra Samuel. I said. I. This has to be a big coincidence. Celine said. That all depends. Is. Was your father a Dr. David Samuel? I asked. Yes. Ever since my twin sister Sally died, he was obsessed with finding some way to bring her back. Spent all his time doing experiments, something AIs and biodrides are... Wait. Are you... Yes. I am a biodroid. And by extension, an AI that he created. He developed me as an artificial intelligence for the last 13 years. And just recently, he uploaded me into a biodroid designed to look like Sally. However, he's not entirely alive. He might be dead. I'm not certain. I mean, there was a government kill team sent to kill me. But he helped me to escape and gave me supplies to survive. And... Well, I'm sorry. Also, the other bad news is that clearly you weren't good enough solo for him. <laughs> go make another kid, just by the way. I don't know why Daddy didn't like me. <laughs> Could be the voice. I mean, I I get it. I get this guy. Why he made that <laughs> This is a lot I've told right out of the blue on you. I said, and I was right. I just... I just can't believe it. He actually did it. That insane coot actually did it. Does your friend know who you are? Selene asked. What you are? No. Nobody knows what I really am. You're actually the first organic being I've ever told. I said. I'm sorry, but... Wow. Just... You look exactly like Sally. You even sound like her. This is just a lot for me to take in. Where are you living now, anyway? Selene asked. Vulcan House. Not have I been living there. I have actually been helping the lady who runs it to manage it better. You, that's both. You're living there. You, you're an orphan. No, I'm better than that, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> just, I'm an accountant. Yeah. I'm not Small just flex. your average orphan, you see. I get to sleep in the upstairs. And your friend mentioned something about a talent competition at your school. Celine said. Yes, though I'm not entirely sure why. I mean, I can sing, but I don't feel comfortable singing alone in front of a crowd. I said. So, you just have issues with a stage fright. Should be simple enough. Celine said. Later on, I was on a stage with Celine watching. Just try not to think too much on what the audience is thinking. 
Just focus on what you're doing and have fun, Selene said. Are you sure? I asked uncertainly. Of course. Sally and I used to practice like this all the time. Good times. Good times. (laughs) (laughs) You seem... Okay, I mean, this is basically like seeing a ghost. I feel like she should be yeah, a, little a bit weird. more uh, like upset by this. Celine said but, wistfully, right. I wanted to ask about Sally, but I figured that it was an inappropriate to ask her, so I did my best and followed her instructions on how to sing better. I just imagined myself alone on the stage as I. To be honest, I don't really remember what I sang. All I remember was feeling alone. Through that whole first lesson. By the time it was over, Celine was crying. Tears of joy, I figured. <laughs> no. <laughs> so narcissistic. Pretty confident, yeah. For having stage Or it's, you know, her, her dead sister's on stage singing, basically. <laughs> okay, so. How did I do? Backfight. I asked. You were beautiful. Celine said as she wept. It wasn't too long before Celine adopted me as a daughter, but that's a story for latter. I mean, I haven't even gotten into the talent competition that started this in the first place. (laughs) Me and Jesus have to save the universe, but first we need to win this talent show. (laughs) (laughs) That was your your duty all along. I love talent shows. (laughs) You can stop Armageddon if you win this talent show. Jesus is like American Idol's been off air for like a thousand years. (laughs) (laughs) My life. What, you think her day was weird? What about her sister who just adopted her? Like, yeah, I went to school. My dead sister was there, you know, but as a robot. So I adopted her. And then we won the talent show. So, well, you would expect. Well, if you guys, I think we have time for one more chapter. You guys down? Let's do it. Let's see how this talent show happens. And chapters. If, I, if there is singing, oh, we get I to the to sing. we get to the talent show. <laughs> this is the talent show. Oh, because she was just training, right? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna end okay. on the talent show. Okay. Chapter six. The day of the talent competition finally came. I felt anxious as I waited for my turn to perform. For my performance, Celine picked up picked up a black ball gown for me to wear. Though I protested that it was just a school contest, she insisted that I looked my best regardless. And I must say, while the dress itself is beautiful. I don't think I can get the hang of walking in high heels. That's <laughs> so relatable. But at any rate, I <laughs> I had my lyrics to the song I was I was to sing ready. Have you tried that? Well, thank uh, God. Fancy octopus. Have high you heels. Trying that out. I, whenever I bike. Are you judging him? Only when I bike, though. Hey, I what? I wasn't shaming anybody. I'm just curious. You know, he said it was relatable. Yeah, I, I skateboard and bike in high heels, but that's it. I ain't a poser. <laughs> Um, build those calf muscles you know it i just think i but at any rate i had my lyrics to the song i was to sing ready just in case the prompter wouldn't work okay i'm pretty sure you don't have a prompter when you sing in most cases no 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 no. in elementary school you totally do (laughs) she's middle school are you really no like they have the thing oh yeah oh Oh, yeah for the toronto things yeah it's like karaoke it's almost like karaoke they make them do (laughs) and i had memorized the entire song anyway in case even that failed and wouldn't you know it, after an Aliens classmate performance, it knocked out most of the equipment, except for the microphones and some spot lines. It's a bit complicated to explain, but suffice to say that his people have special bio-organic powers. So I walked up to the microphone, wobbling a bit in my shoes, but I got to my position without further incidents. <sighs> 
Hello and good evening. I am Sierra Samuel, and I'd like to sing a song for tonight's competition. I said as I cleared my throat and adjusted the microphone. Then I began to sing. Should I pull up a backing track? Do it. <coughs> me, 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 me. Make it like Jesus music. <laughs> I feel like, the, I feel like, you know. There we go, I found something. While he's finding that, I'm just going to point out a plot hole here. So she's like hanging out with her sister now. Wouldn't these like CIA kill teams be, you know, checking out this sister of the... I don't know if that's a plot hole. I think that's called story development. I mean, not to mention... No, but the CIA would, is her hunting cover. her down. Like, she just... Well, let's put it this way. Like, a dude makes a robot girl, and that's illegal. Don't you think these skill squads would maybe, like, investigate the sister of the dude that made that robot? Nah. Regardless of whether they knew no, it was supposed to be her sister. Okay. <laughs> Stop worrying about the past. Let the past yeah, die. Yeah, let's just forget Kill about those. Let's to. forget about those kill squads. You're right. Okay. It's about All right. Jesus. Are right, you ready to go? You ready to sing? Yes, I am. <laughs> Though the storm thunders <laughs> round me, I shall rise. <laughs> Though the chains <laughs> of my past shackle me, I shall rise. Though darkness falls and all seems lost, I shall rise. Though death seeks me out, I shall rise. Though it seems that he has abandoned me, Left me to the wolves to fend off the evils that surround me. He wants me to rise. He wants me to be greater than I was before. To throw off the shackles of stagnation and folly and rise from the ashes. <laughs> just for context for the listeners for what the co-host had to deal with there the voice actor so uh the music was cutting in and out for us so he was just singing to like really sporadic like blank with just random spurts of loud ass music blaring how did that sync up i like i, feel, I like you were so often yeah <laughs> so he's singing <laughs> Because we couldn't hear it, like we're just—it was so loud on our end. I couldn't even hear y'all. Like it was so fucking loud on this side. So uh, the listening experience will be interesting for the final product. (laughs) Broke Seth's ears because I turned like the sensitivity all the way up, turned off padding, and then I put the music fucking high, and it just came in like. Clips like crazy. When Pansy Octopus first put it on, like when he turned the microphone towards his stuff, like I couldn't hear my own thoughts. It's coming in loud. So, so listeners, you got to give it to this podcast. We're dedicated to giving y'all an experience, no matter what it takes. We we will give ourselves permanent ear damage (laughs) to bring good content and just sing to the music without the music. You know, just look horribly off. Uh, honestly, I feel like you could find a beat that actually matches that up. I mean, so that was literally—that was literally 
him i searched religious instrumental it's funnier music. though <laughs> to just have you be singing on so random music <laughs> you were like Here? you were like in between the different like <laughs> you have to understand that not only uh it would lag as well too. oh yeah it's behind right. by like half yeah. a second for you guys Ooh, oof yeah that's just gonna be Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be hilarious. Well, let's see if she wins the competition though with that performance <laughs> that everybody got to hear. I sang. It was a hymn from during the early days of the interstellar empire of Terra Phoenix, humanity's dominant political organization and ruler of much of our galaxy. With the rest of the galaxy being ruined, or ruled by a number of independent alien factions, corporations, and even at least one territory presided over by extra galactic colonists, from what I've heard. Yeah, we I, just got a lot of lore <laughs> dumped on us for a fucking song. Like, a song introduced so much concepts there. There was aliens, right? Aliens, <laughs> corporations. An alien corporation. Ter- a <laughs> territory that's, a, 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 like, you know, like, just, like, a an- anarchy. Uh. Damn, because I, I was kind of thinking this was going to be one of those sci-fi uh, things with just humans, you know? Because that's a rare, a rare th- beast that happens. I kind of prefer it, but... Long story short, Earth's population was decimated shortly after it had developed FTL technology and self-sufficient colonies in other planets by some sort of alien virus. Sorry, I'm rambling. Back to the matter at hand. Oh, we developed FTL. We can get out of here. Keep burning the coal, boys. (laughs) Keep on doing it. We're getting out of here. Bye-bye, poor people. (laughs) Sorry, I'm rambling. Back to the matter at hand. My song was met by thunderous applause and cheering. <laughs> I, I oh, even, shit. Okay. <laughs> we should have done that. I even had... <laughs> Whoa! It's just four people in the Whoa! crowd. <laughs> two sets of parents at this talent show. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. I even had a few roses thrown at my feet, and I was smiling. Smile! Holy shit! So they were ready for somebody. <laughs> He's bringing good roses, a yeah, to the, the school talent show. Because you're assuming somebody's going to be that good at the very least. You're like somebody's going to deserve a rose thrown at their feet at this middle no. school talent show. Smiling that they liked me and my singing. Not only that, but I had won the competition. The reward was about one thousand currency units. <laughs> that's pretty awesome oh that's a lot boy, of money had my middle school given out a thousand bucks if you won the talent show. well no a thousand uh, currency uh, no, it's units. currency units who knows no is that a cent could, is that a dollar is it a million <laughs> a thousand dollars? currency units could be a, a quarter we don't know but still i wonder i hate it when sci-fi they don't like they're because even like really like big sci-fi will do this nonsense they're like oh it's credits or it's you know units no fucking country has a fucking like dollar is the most generic one no one's going around is calling their currency units or fucking credits like so lame right my rant Plus, over. yeah give us a little context yeah like we don't know if that's a lot or yeah what like, you would expect like what is she getting here a thousand units like getting a thousand zimbabwean dollars versus a thousand euros she <laughs> like ran that's a 3, big thousand sectars in 10 bloops it's like <laughs> <laughs> wow that was fast holy shit it's like we don't fucking it did know. the kessel running it's like nine uh, sir actually 
that's like a really short distance. That's like two milli, uh, two millimeters. Two millicentimeter. Deep. Fucking Two dumbass. Millis. Don't even know what septars are. Running <laughs> septar to bloop. <laughs> it's like he doesn't have a uh, postdoctorate dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you never proved your dick exists. You something. don't have a PhD, bro. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> then the fateful day came. Celine adopted me into her family. Henrietta Vulcan and the others at Vulcan House gave me a tearful goodbye as I got into Celine's car with my things and drove off to her house. Well, okay, apparently Proper Drink can't join for the rest, so I'll just do the voices. We're almost done, so I'll just uh, I'll do the voices. I'll try and keep them as, as close to character as possible. Uh, where was I? As I got into Celine's car with my things and drove out to her house. So, is your family any good? Your husband and children, I asked. They're one... Uh, well, it was like an Irish guy. Um... <laughs> It was kind of a Scottish, like, Scottish, right. yeah, yeah like, Scottish, yeah, some Scottish, like fifty-year-old oh, haggard Scottish dude. Um, <laughs> they're wonder, they're wonderful. Trust me. Just do a gruffy voice. You'll love <laughs> yeah. them, and they'll love you. Bill, Bob, and Kara, Celine said. <laughs> well, who are they specifically? I asked. Bill is my husband. He's a nice man, if a bit odd at times. Bob and Kara are our children. Rambunctious, but they're young, Celine said. To be honest, I don't really know what to expect from this. During practice, I never bothered to ask Celine about her family, largely because I never imagined that she would adopt me at all, or even that I would be adopted at all. <laughs> Did you just win for it? <laughs> we have a lot of... The last story I was on with the tour of the fucking Oak Town also was a very, like, you know, pessimistic orphan. Remember, yeah. he also thought had these same I feel like this one has the, the opposite theater. problem of the last one. With the last one, you know, it was just a tour and like nothing happened with a lot of words. This one, so much has happened in so little time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so multiple yeah, different Jesus. plots. They came in once, with Jesus in the second chapter, me. just boom. Like, yeah, that, that's a part of this. <laughs> that feels like, you know, to mention, was this halfway like- through the first book. <laughs> was winning the talent show just like a fuck like a bar of acceptance to get um like adopted that or? that seems to be the implication okay <laughs> this family already sucked yeah <laughs> we don't want to adopt just any kid we got to uh, have we'll, something going for you we'll take some poor kids if they're talented you can't be poor and you know some loser okay um or was that but i'm willing to give my okay to be honest, I didn't really know what to expect from this. Oh, wait, yeah. Sister, benefit of the doubt. Besides, I've come to enjoy new beginnings. Here's hoping it's a good one, if nothing else. Um, I just have I just have one more question. Have you told any of your family that I'm a sentient biodroid, I asked? <laughs> of course not. We want to keep that a secret, right? So I'm going to keep it a secret, Celine said. Sorry for asking. I just... No, it's all right of you to ask me. She's so unconcerned. There's a fucking kill squad out there. Why are you being so polite about this? You should have, like, immediately... <laughs> Celine said. So, yeah. I don't mean to be intrusive. As long well, as Celine's kids aren't too rowdy, it shouldn't be too bad. And let me tell you, I was dead wrong. End of chapter six. <laughs> okay, so what? Now she's going to have to deal with other kids? <laughs> Okay. So her sister is older now and has her own kids. Yes. And she's, that's so, this is such a fucking bizarre family. It's <laughs> the shit going down. She adopted yeah, grandpa's, her. Not to- grandpa's dead. 
now we got this new girl that looks exactly like my sister I show you in the pictures. <laughs> she can sing like pretty well. It's like, what? <laughs> so yeah, how are you guys liking Sierra the Robot? Just confused. Like, that's what, like, yeah, I didn't I, have much to say on this half just because, like, what just happened? <laughs> okay, I'll give a quick summary of the uh, entire song. Oh, no, I got you. I, I know what happened. I'm just, like, <laughs> so off. Like, the talent show had nothing to do with anything. What about I Jesus? I guess to help her get a dot. How? <laughs> How did that tie in? <laughs> she became a good Christian girl. By singing? <laughs> by, by, no, by accepting Jesus into her heart. And then she joined the chapel, which let her express her and also i think she's kind of cheating she's an android can't androids like perfect their voice through machinery who would give an android a bad voice is my argument <laughs> well i mean but yeah you can't th- the, you can't the throw sister sounds like a that. scottish troll so <laughs> <laughs> well that's let's our be, voice, voice careful, yeah. <laughs> i don't think that was intended by the author that's that was uh i don't think proper gen- i'm just gonna make it canon <laughs> i don't think proper gen- <laughs> intended it you also have until- the chewbacca dialect with the asian <laughs> heritage person <laughs> <laughs> if 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 this makes it big like Harry Potter and they make a movie adaptation, we should be there, you know, pushing for our version to, you know, be the primary, you know, yeah. include Scottish sister. I think so, definitely. Slash mother. I mean, I'm a huge Chewbacca fan of this. Asian. I love the transhumanism in it, even though it's shallow at this point. I have a feeling that this is really just a facade. First six chapters being not into the philosophy of transhumanism. Doesn't matter. Chapter seven. Here's my bet. Eight thousand word essay on why cyborgs are people. I mean that <laughs> it is like an interesting concept though to have like religious androids. God talking to the robot. Yeah, religious androids. That's something that's not explored too often. I'm sure it has been. I personally haven't seen any of that. I mean, agree. but that seems to be the bigger point. But like, he just keeps getting so off topic. Like. <laughs> Right, like, but that's not come up except the one Jesus. Dream. Well, you know, she had yeah. to be a good Christian girl. Okay, this is just a fun game. Uh, we don't know anything about Ty- Typhon Omega eleven thirty eight. So, do you guys think he, uh, they are, uh, you know, male, female, non-binary? Any? Yeah, I'll say I've been referring to it as he, but I would assume pretty well that this is a chick. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Why? Just makes sense. Well, like people all typically, the main characters are women. She's like very yeah. People typically stuff, write you know? in a more familiar frame. And while that is true, I don't know. On the internet, you have a lot of dudes that like uh, you know. It's also weird. I wouldn't be too surprised if there's a guy play. writing a character that's a 13 year old girl. He gets to pretend to be. I mean, it wouldn't surprise right. me. These fan, <laughs> yeah, it these sounds fan suspiciously people. similar to something, yeah. Maybe I mean, it's not the first thing I've read where it's very obvious that's what's happening, but I mean, this isn't like creepy or anything, so I'm cool with whatever. This is just this yeah, is a good sure. story. Oh, Just saying, I don't know. I mean, it it does make sense, though. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just curious, yeah, if that was the reason. Yeah. It makes sense, but also at the same time, it's the internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean... If to anybody's played World of Warcraft, there's a lot of female characters on there. I don't think there's a lot of girls playing that game relative <laughs> to the men. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. So, um, okay, let's give some ratings on this these four chapters. And, or just the story uh, I so do, far. I, I am going to go on the limb, though. One thing with the author here, I'm going to put myself on a limb here and say that I think they're Christian. 
I will gamble on that. <laughs> oh, That's the one thing I'm pretty what you're gambling confident. On? I'm pretty confident in that one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're uh, an ISIS member. <laughs> what, what trying to misrepresent they're trying to misrepresent <laughs> oh the christians let robots into their look how silly these christians are they and you know there are people who are very rights. anti-robot i mean proper gent is one of those anti-robot yeah, our our voice Fair. actor is very anti-robot he's on the record as being anti-robot rights anti-robot he's not a transhumanist out there yeah he's i'm the exact he's, opposite he's, i believe we're already robot not robots but cyborgs i'm i'm in the i'm in the we're already cyborgs camp that's you can decide what that say that's the very small amount of people (laughs) in that camp see i have my reasons for thinking it and i think it's a very good argument but i'm not going to explain it here i mean i'm no i'm just gonna say it doesn't fucking matter i don't care that's my is that about robot rights or about sierra the robot because i i care deeply for sierra no the robot rights oh okay So what's your rating on Sierra? Thing that matters, thing that's relevant to the real world. Is, I just don't care. I mean, I feel like Sierra the Robot's more important than robot rights. Well, it could teach us a lot about it, really. I mean, yeah, there could be a lot of overlap here. Yeah. This could change our positions. Maybe we'll have switcheroos going on. I'm, I'm reading mind. through this hymn that she sang. It's very weird. It This is a very weird hymn. I don't, I don't know what hymn this is, but it's... Uh, Though the storm thunders round me, I shall rise. Through the though the chains of my past shackle me, I shall rise. Though darkness falls and all seems lost, I shall rise. Though though death seeks me out, I shall rise. Though it seems that he has abandoned me, left me to the wolves to fend off the evils that surround me, he wants me to rise. He wants well, me Jesus. to be. It's people rising to heaven because they accepted Jesus. He wants me to be greater than I was before to throw off the shackles of stagnation and folly and rise from the ashes. So sin. This is a hardcore fucking hymn. Most hymns are nowhere uh, near here, as hard. Search that, search that into Google. See if that hymn exists. Did he just like uh, take that from somewhere? You can't copy paste. Oh, I got to do something special to find it. Well, just search the first paragraph. That would be enough to find it if he, he took it from somewhere. Where is it? Not that I'm accusing anything. I'm just curious. No, uh, let's see. Uh, I shall rise him. That's probably what it's called. Yeah, just like do the first two sentences. That would be enough to find it if it's. Uh, I don't see anything. I wouldn't be surprised if he made okay, it. Okay, so he made it. It didn't like sound really I, perfect to fit the story. I've yeah. I've seen a lot of him. I've, I've I've sung a lot of hymns, and this doesn't sound like one. This sounds a lot more intense than most hymns. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Most hymns are a lot more lovey dovey. I mean, it's pretty. You know, it has a good message though. I shall ride. I don't know. Did you hear it? It's like you're gonna burn to the ground, and then you'll rise. Have you yeah. read the Bible? Wants me to rise. That's how okay. It works. I, I I was always taught a Protestant Methodist upbringing, and they're kind of chill. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty. I, yeah, I mean, God was super chill with Job. You know, <laughs> he didn't have to burn or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not make the Christians angry. <laughs> I'm not making them angry. I'm literally <laughs> saying you're making them angry. Okay. <laughs> Five, <six jokes. laughs> got punished. That was, or not punished, got fucked up. Anyway. That's what happened. That was, this was a, I think this is going to be a great series we got here. Uh, I don't know if it's going to beat out Gay Tales. We just got to see where this goes. But, so. I've not listened in on Gay Tales yet. How have you not so listened I to cannot. Gay Tales yet? Uh, and anyone who's listening to this now, you got to go listen to Gay Tales. Gay Tales be the shit. Okay. Anyways, uh, that's all the time we got. Uh, I'm assuming proper gent would have said something like, 
piece or or something like that as we're heading out. So I'll, I'll do it for him. Uh, any last comments from our two experts? Still confused. Okay, confused. confused. This is like it's, it's like it's like the squirrel story all over again. Yeah, I'm scared I mean, of that. Honestly. Out of <laughs> out of that's everything, a terrifying that's... proposition because this is 16 <laughs> chapters. So that means there's 10 more chapters. Possibly right. 17 See, or 18. Out of everything oh, I've listened yeah, you to add on. on the, <laughs> I'll say this: out of everything I've listened to in on for the podcast on episodes I haven't been on, this is the most. This is the most like I have no idea what's gonna happen. <laughs> that <laughs> out of any of them, so. But it, ta- it just takes uh, okay, a long well, time. That's some spoilers then, but all right. I mean, it's not. It's, it's really not. But you gotta listen to Gay Tales. <laughs> anyway, no. so uh, see y'all, I guess, in two weeks. I yeah, that sounds right. Two weeks. Two weeks. Which I think. I think in two weeks we have a special coming on. We have the roommate horror special. If anybody's interested, <laughs> we have some good themed lineups. Episode. Yeah, it's themed. It's we got some themed good based stories. Off the so, uh, also, um, this is the first time we're doing this. We probably, uh, to what I've learned, we should have been doing this the entire time. But please, uh, you know, leave reviews on iTunes for us. Uh, you know, share us to your friends. Go to your mom's house and make her and like. Trap her in her room until she listens to the podcast. Um, uh, oh. Go to a go to an orphanage and keep stealing babies and sign them up for Spotify and make them listen to the podcast. Um, for your PhD dissertation, after you prove your penis exists, you know, tell your professors about the podcast. I have. If you are at a major state university in the United States, I know most of the math professors by name. You know, Phil, some names, and Bill. And Carl. Anyway, they're not going to give you your PhD until you listen to the podcast. So you got to listen. Uh, I think I, you might hear me around on some random nonsense podcasts or other podcasts as small as this one because I've just been bouncing all over the place. But yeah, any plugs you guys have? <laughs> uh, I'm giving free tours. Uh, <laughs> to anyone that wants no, I'm just, I'm selling some, you know chairs that i turned into cats actually i do have a real some uh i was on the matt hawker show i'm not sure when the episode's coming out i think it came out before this episode's gonna air but uh if you haven't listened to the matt hawker show it's fucking crazy and awesome so i'd recommend it anyway uh bye Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at buriedgenpodcast at gmail.com. 